Welcome, friends, to Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter. We bring you the greatest female voices in the music industry, from the artists, songwriters, and producers, to managers and executives, and all the women who make the music industry what it is today. Thank you for joining us. friends to another episode of crazy women country i'm donna and today i'm here with the talented claudia hoiser how are you doing i'm doing so great thank you for having me on it is my pleasure uh i've been a huge fan i'm gonna tell you i've been a, a fan since like your debut album when i first heard of you i was like oh beautiful voice so oh my goodness thank you so much i was so excited to see the email come in with crazy women country i was like oh that's me to a t let's go we need to do this one (laughs) this is a definite yes to this interview so (laughs) so thank you for finding me and inviting me to the show well it's my pleasure so we'd love to start off with the most difficult question Ooh, hit me (laughs) who is claudia hoiser Oh, you know, like that is the hardest question because we've been working on it. You know, I've only been working on it for how many years and trying to sum it up into one sentence is always the trickiest. But basically, I am a country music artist now, you know, deemed a little bit of a social media influencer, which who saw that coming? It's crazy. And I'm really just getting a chance to follow my crazy dream of becoming a singer and a songwriter and I'm getting to travel around and perform my own original music for hundreds and sometimes thousands of people and it's really a dream come true every every chance I get to do this a little bit at a time Um, so I'm just really like a country music lover big music lover in general getting to follow my dream that's awesome so how did you get started? Um, like, was there one day where you're like, this is music, I'm gonna have to do this the rest of my life? Or was it just that you kind of <laughs> fell into it? You know, it kind of like keeps snowballing every chance it gets. And I'm so lucky for that. Um, it's always been my passion. And it was like my favorite hobby in the world. I remember like as a little kid, I would skip sleepovers with friends to sit home and try to learn some guitar on YouTube. And try to write some of my own songs and write my own music. And I always just thought it was a big hobby for me. And as I got a little bit older, I started playing in some coffee shops and doing a couple restaurant gigs here and there when I could get a booking. Um, But I always thought it was just going to be something fun for me to do in my spare time and figured that after college, I'd go off to have my real big girl job and just kind of sing sometimes on the weekends when I could. But when I was away at school, um, I was introduced by a mutual friend to my now manager and producer, Tony Gross. And when I met him, he was like, you know what? I hear something very different about your voice. He called it a fingerprint sound. And here I was like, yeah, I don't like that. Can we fix it? Can we try to take that out of my voice? And he's like, no, that's the thing that makes you you. And we need to work on what that means. Like, what else do you got? So I started writing and working with him and um, a little bit here at his studios, GFI Studios. That's where I am today. And we just got working on some songs and tried writing together. And we knocked out about three 
original songs in one sitting. And I was like a young girl, had no idea that that was weird, you know? And he was like, this is kind of uncommon. You know, sometimes songs can take a year to put together. You don't always sit down and knock out three on the first day of trying to write with somebody. So it just really happened pretty naturally with my manager. And he was like, if you want to give a country, a music career, a shot, I think I can help you, you know, try that. If that's something you want to try to pursue, we could write and see if anything takes us anywhere. And it was kind of like a big, what if, and nobody could tell me that it was going to work. But I was like, if I don't do this, if I don't take this crazy chance right now and try to work at this studio and write music and record music, I might never get the opportunity to. So I started working here. I did my internship here, which led to just us writing and recording a bunch of original songs. And that kind of snowballed into music placements in some movies. Um, We landed a placement of four songs, actually, in a movie on Netflix called Wildflower very early on. And I got to play a small role. And then we had a song hit country radio. So... It was like this crazy, crazy, amazing happenstance that country radio fell in love with one of my songs that was really like an unreleased demo. And I didn't think country music would accept me being from upstate New York. I figured I was going to go the more singer songwriter route, but I always felt right at home in country music. And then country radio was the one that said, we love your song. We think this is going to do really well. Let's try to play it. And it started growing on a whole bunch of different stations. And then I really found myself being able to confidently say, oh, yeah, I'm a country music artist. So it was really cool to have country radio accept me with open arms. And now we've had about six singles out there and always writing and recording. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm so glad they did accept you and, and you were able to produce your debut album because, you know, that was a great album, by the way. Um, Thank so. you very much. Yeah, the album took a little bit of time. So when I first started working here at the studio, I figured we were working on our record then, which this is talking 2017. And we started writing and we had written over about like 200 songs at one point. We're way past that now, but um, we definitely have at least counted 200 and, you know, 200 plus that we have really finished and fell in love with. So we had to take about 14 songs. I stretched it to for this debut album. So it was really tough because we kept writing and we kept recording and things kept getting better. And I kept figuring out my sound and kind of what I wanted to be like and what I feel like, you know, how am I going to show who Claudia Heuser is through my music? That's a whole thing to figure out when you're just starting out. Um, so it, it was, it took us about four and a half years to get the album done, but I can honestly say I'm so glad that I had that time to just figure out who I was as an artist um, and just get to put out a collection of songs that I felt really, really proud about. And I think I will forever. So Red Lights Turning Green is the name of that album. If you guys want to go check it out while you're listening. <laughs> After the interview, they can't leave yet. Oh, yeah. No. no. Stick around. You're going to want to hear this <laughs> for sure. And then go check out the album. And some of the cool music videos we've been putting out to go with it. 
Absolutely. Which kind of leads to your newest single. I want to kind of talk about that small town motels. Now, was that kind of written in those uh, collaboration of those uh, 200 plus songs there? Or was that something newer written? Actually, this is a newer one. So that's always like the battle. Do we go back and break out some of the older songs that we started a long time ago that I'm totally in love with and I want everybody to hear? Or do we write something new, which always becomes your new favorite, right? When you come out with a new song, it's like a shiny new toy. You want everybody to hear it. So we sat down and wrote that a couple months ago. And we could just see with the title Small Town Motels, it was like, you could see the imagery and I knew this one was going to have an awesome music video to go along with it right away. So we filmed the video before we really released the song and we put the song out in November and then we just launched the music video, which debuted on CMT. So we're in the running right now for CMT's 12 pack countdown. And if everybody wants to go vote, that would be amazing because there's a chance we could be part of CMT's 12 pack countdown, which airs on Fridays. And if we can get into that top 12 slot, that would be our third music video to hit the 12 pack. So that would be really cool. I will make sure to get that link off of one of your socials and make sure it is in the description so y'all can go do that. That'd be amazing. That'd be so great. Thank you. Absolutely. How many times can you vote? Can you like vote every day once or? Every day, as many times as you want, you can sit there all day long clicking on it. Just keep clicking. Okay, (laughs) there we go. It'd be amazing. We now have have a new job to do from now till Friday. Everybody get to work. It's just crazy. The last, so we had um, Duke Devlin, which is a song we wrote about the hippie who never left Woodstock. That was like number one on the 12 pack countdown for three weeks in a row. And then it was in the 12 pack for, I don't know, like, 12 weeks or something it was crazy and then wicked was our first one to launch with cmt and i don't think maybe we haven't done 12 pack with that yet maybe that's going to be next but this is just so amazing that cmt's kind of like taking us in and giving us a chance with these videos so it's so cool to see people sending me pictures of them actually like watching it on their tv instead of just being online too and it's just been amazing to have something that you create, you know, go out there on a national broadcast like that. It's crazy. That's awesome. And uh, good luck. I'm, I'm rooting for it to be number one as well. So thank you. Crossed, thank yeah. you so much. Yeah. Check out the video. It's cool. It's like very down home. It's in like this seventies looking motel room. And I got to drive one of the coolest trucks next to the Wicked music video. Cause that was the second coolest truck. They're like dueling. I can't decide which one I would want to keep more, but um, definitely was hard to give the keys back to that one. (laughs) It it was just a a lot of fun making these videos with my team. Well, I can say I was flashing back to my childhood because I believe my father had owned a truck like that at one time. And I was like, that looks so familiar, but it was in blue. Like that, I think it was like a baby blue in the eighties was a big color back then. Oh yeah, I'm sure. This one was called like, something classic or the what was it there's a fancy name for the color of the truck and it's like this seafoam green I'd have to find it I put it in the comments on YouTube it's in the it's in the credits the fancy model of the truck so for all the truck lovers out there I had to include my little fun facts of course they don't remember them though so it's not helping me (laughs) (laughs) but they're posted so that's all that matters they're there for you exactly they're there go go check out of the video 
Now you have to go to the video and check it out. So that way you can find all the details. Absolutely. Method to your madness. Yes. So tell us, who are some of your female influences? Mm. Well, I'm a huge Miranda Lambert girl. I love Miranda. I think her songwriting has just just inspired me in so many ways to just be like really authentic and truthful. And she's just so sassy and cool. I'm like, okay, I got to rope some of that into my writing. Um, and I got a chance to open up for her, um, not too long ago. So that was like huge bucket list dream come true, getting a chance to open for Miranda. Um, and she's just an amazing person and it was so cool to get to meet her and, of course, I wrote down a note um, of everything I wanted to say to her. And then she read it and came out to meet me and was like, I loved your note. And I just totally went blank. Like, okay, well, now she knows everything and I have no cool stories to tell her. So, but it was, it was very cool. And I was wearing boots from her boot line. So I got to be like, well, I'm wearing your boots and I love them. And so she's been a huge inspiration for me, just musically, style-wise, style on stage-wise, um, and just how she really just rocks it and can rock out, but also be soft and sweet. And then I love pulling from, you know, some of the classics like Loretta and Dolly. And um, we did a classic Hoiser Country Monday series on Facebook for a couple of years where I would take these classic country songs by people like Dolly, Loretta, just Johnny Cash, you know, and put my own little twist on it and hope people would accept it and not totally hate me for it. And it took off and the series went kind of crazy. And I found myself digging more and more into those older songs and pulling from from these artists that have so much um, incredible experience in their songwriting and storytelling. So I get a lot from the classic stuff too. I apologize if you heard Bella a little howling I can't through. Hear it. She's like that. I really can't hear her barking. <laughs> I felt so bad. I'm like, here she goes. She's gonna howl. Now I can hear her. Now I can hear. What kind of dog is Bella? Uh, Bella is a uh, Chihuahua and oh. um, Beagle mix. Oh boy. That's all, a lot of our chihuahuas are rescues, so they're oh, that's so sweet. My parents have a half chihuahua, half dachshund. Oh, sometimes it's an angel, and sometimes <laughs> it is like, oh my gosh, you can't even believe that someone could own a dog like this. Is he's so bad? <laughs> but Marco, he's our little our little oh. devil angel child. Oh. <laughs> well, we will have to have. Fun. I'm telling you, we're gonna have to have a full dog show, but we're gonna have to like. Everyone come like drive somewhere and we're all gonna have to meet with dogs and yeah. Yes, I would love that. I'm a huge, huge dog lover. <laughs> oh. So would you like to do our 20 crazy questions? Oh, I would love 20 crazy questions. Yes, of course. Okay, and I promise we won't get arrested yet. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> oh, so I'll tell try us, that truthfully. <laughs> oh so tell us do you have any guilty pleasure music guilty pleasure music I totally do I have so many songs that I find myself listening to and I'm like loving so much in the car and then I'm like oh my god if anybody heard me singing this I would just probably be ruled out like okay she's not allowed to sing anymore I love like 
Oh my God. My dad raised me listening to like a lot of punk rock, like good Charlotte and stuff like that. Um, and like Pearl Jam, things like that. I love like really crazy pop music, like fun dance music, electronic music. Um, we have a guy here that works in the studio. His name is Zogby. And he made like a remix to one of my songs because I love what he does so much. I'm like, that everything you do in there, it sounds like aliens at work, but I need you to try to make a remix to one of my country songs. So I, yeah, I just am like a huge music lover in general, no matter what the genre is. Awesome. So if I asked you today, your favorite song is? Oh, this is like the hardest question for me, aside from who is Claudia Heuser. Favorite song. Oh, God. I'm a huge Chris Stapleton fan. I love Chris Stapleton. I love all of his music, new and old. I've been listening to nonstop. Um, let's see. I listen to a lot of Ryan Bingham lately from Yellowstone. And same with Luke Grimes, the guy that's on Yellowstone. He plays Casey. He has a new song out called No Horse to Ride. And I've been listening to that nonstop. I would probably say that right now. Oh, that is a great song. It's good. <laughs> it is. So tell us the uh, best concert you've attended. Best concert I've attended. That I'm also saying it. I'm so biased. About okay, this you can do Lambert that. <laughs> I'm, I'm so biased about this Miranda Lambert show, but I will say best concert I've ever attended. Yeah, it has to be. The Miranda Lambert concert, Seneca Niagara Casino. I just had like the time of my life, got to open for her, see her backstage, and then go out and enjoy the show with my friends and family after I performed. It was just one of the coolest things ever. Awesome. Awesome. And you're not the only person that said a show that they opened for. That was the coolest yeah. show. One of their, yeah. So it's it's so good to hear that too, because you know, sometimes as as just a listener, you know, we don't realize, okay, you have to put all this work into as a performer mm -hmm. and then, you know, you can, you can still go listen and enjoy, but yeah, that's, it's just so cool to, to hear those when you, you know, you've been performing, but yet you get to listen. So. Exactly. It's one of the craziest things because there's so much hype up to the show time, you know, you're mm -hmm. like doing interviews in the morning and then you got to get ready and then you have to see your band for a few minutes and get ready and do a little rehearsal and make sure everything sounds good on stage. And it's like so much hype and then you perform and it's like, it just goes so fast and you kind of just get in the moment on stage and it's like this dreamy thing that you don't even know if it's really happening. And then you get off the stage and one of the coolest things is being able to then go watch some of your favorite artists, like right after that. And you get to go down in the front and, um, you know, listen side stage sometimes and hang out with some of the band members. And it's just really cool to be able to do that and relax and hang out and watch some of your favorites after you perform. So tell us, is there a recommendation you would give us on an album or artist that we need to listen to before we die? Whew. let's see I'm so bad at titles and names <laughs> and I listen to so much music like I love um I really love the Brothers Osborne record um are you Brothers Osborne fans yes 
Yes. Port St. Joe. I think it's called Port St. Joe. I've probably listened to this thing so many times. Port St. Joe. Yeah, it is. It is so beautiful. Everything on there is amazing. His voice just like chills you to the bone. And I love it. And of course, anything Miranda Lambert or Chris Stapleton. Of course, you can't leave those out, you know. No. Mm-mm. Those are essential. Those are essential. And um, I, my manager turned me on to um, Wrecking Ball, the the record by Emmylou Harris, too. And we've oh. taken a lot of inspiration for our album um, based on that Emmylou record. So also a definite 10 out of 11 out of 10 recommendation. <laughs> oh, and, you know, there's probably someone listening that hasn't heard that. So I'm going to recommend you go listen to that, too. It's like so classic and so amazing and so famous and probably one of the biggest reasons why Emmy Lou, you know, is so known today by so many um, generations of people. But but there might be some younger people out there that haven't heard it yet. And I would definitely recommend it because it definitely helped me fall even more in love with country music. So speaking of when you win your first award, like, you know, you're up there and you're winning like one of the entertainer of the year or something like that. Tell us. <laughs> We can only hope. <laughs> I'm, I'm keeping that in the, I'm speaking it to the universe. So it happens. So tell us who's the, the first person you want to thank. Oh, that would be, well, it's hard to like pick one over the other, but my dad and mom, my mom and dad, um, they're just like, they've always been so supportive of my music and my dreams and, you know, being able to say, Hey, I'm going to, Once I finish college, I'm going to move back home and work in a music studio to pursue my music career. Like a lot of parents would have been like, "Okay, honey, that's absolutely crazy. No shot. But they were they've always been like so supportive and right behind me and um, with whatever my sister and I wanted to do in our lives, especially, you know, following our dreams and creating as much as possible. So my parents, 100 percent beautiful so other than uh obviously performing uh opening for miranda lambert tell us something on your bucket list Ooh, i put out i put one out on instagram the other day that i want to open up for a cody johnson that's on my bucket list or or do sometimes i do these little artist to artist chit chats i would love to just chat with him maybe have him on my show it's called fired up live um and i just love to like sit and talk to him because he's just awesome amazing performer artist songwriter um what else is on my bucket list I really want to go to Norway because I've always just had this thing that I've wanted to go to Norway didn't even know why and then now that I have these listeners out there from all over the world um thanks to Facebook they're some of my top listeners it's like second country and um, they're always listening on Spotify, everybody over there in Norway. So I hope to get there and perform a show sometime. Oh, you know, the European fans, Norway, and they are just, it is such a unique difference between like, like Europe fans and American fans and even shows like over there, yeah. you know, it's not like, like here where we have drinks and like kind of party up. It's mm-hmm. longer, like they go to hear you sing. Like they're like, it's like a listening yeah, they crowd. have a drink or two, but it's a listening crowd. It's that, yeah, they listen to listen, you know, like they want to mm-hmm. hear you. They're, they're glad you're here. And it's it's amazing. Kind of that, you can see that dexterity and that, you know, it's, it's really cool. So. 
Yeah. And I just, I have to add about my bucket list is so long. There's so many things I want to do. There's like, even though I feel like we've been, you know, working really hard at this music career for, it's been like about seven years, just like doing it full time. This is all I do. And in some ways it really feels like we just got started. Like every day is so fresh. There's always new songs to, to write and new music videos to record and new crazy plans to come up with. And so I really bucket list item for me this year, especially, I really want to go on a tour, like a real, you know, we've done tons of travel dates. My band and I have traveled all around and um, I'm hoping to be asked, you know, to be on a tour and open up for somebody and just be along for the ride. Awesome. So I hope that happens. And uh, yes, we should always keep <laughs> adding you. to our bucket list. I don't think our bucket list should ever end. I think no, we should with it. I'll like literally write these things down sometimes when they just come to me at night. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to write these down. And I found an old list in my phone. Um, we were looking for some old song lyrics the other day for a song we'd written back in like 2016. And I found this email to myself with like things I hoped that would happen and looking back at it, it was like almost every single one of them had happened since that day, since like 2016. And so it's just so cool to make those little notes and reminders for yourself, because sometimes it feels like you're just drilling the pavement and pushing uphill. And then to go back and find notes like that, it's like, wow, we really are doing some big things. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and even now that you said that, like some of us that still keep the written date things that we do and things like that and and it's amazing when you look take that look back and you're like wow I did so much and oh yeah oh I'm a big list maker like I get to the studio I'm like (laughs) what's on our list for today and we have like physical paper lists and then also like digital phone lists (laughs) shared between us and um yeah crossing things off at the end of the day always feels so good it does doesn't it oh so tell me (laughs) Do you have a favorite vacation spot or adventure that you like to go on? Favorite vacation spot. Well, I grew up going to the Thousand Islands every summer with my family. And that has always been just like my home. My heart is there in the Thousand Islands. It's uh, on the St. Lawrence River here in upstate New York. And it's not far from home for me. It's like two and a half hours away or something but it's like a different world there it's like its own little community and gorgeous gorgeous um little islands everywhere and I love to go boating and hang out so that's always been like one of my favorite places to go just to kind of like check back in and relax and um, it always feels like going home when when I go there but I really like to go new to new places so even that's kind of works out with the whole travel thing that we get to do for a job. Right. Um, I just love seeing new places and experiencing, you know, new, new scenes, new food, new people and experiencing those things for the first time. That's like my favorite thing. So I'm always down to go wherever anybody wants. I'm like, take me. Yep. I'm in. Okay, we're gonna just have to get you a tour bus and, and just start the tour up. That's Put me it. in the bus. There's, I'll shut yeah. my eyes and you just show up to the next place. I promise <laughs> I'm gonna love it. <laughs> oh, so tell us when you read books, do you prefer um audio paper or uh you know just digital copy that you get to read? Do you have a preference? 
I'm a paper girl and I really haven't read as many books as I should have. Um, I just read like my first full book in a week, um, a couple weeks ago. It was so good. It was, um, it's called Verity. So if anybody's read that, it's kind of, kind of crazy out there, but it's really good. <laughs> and, um, I definitely need to start reading a little bit more cause it, it was just so, it was fun. It was like so good. And, um, I love that good old school paper feel. Perfect. So if we started a movie about your life tomorrow, Oof. who would you want to play you? Oh my gosh. I don't know. <laughs> that is the hardest thing. I'd be honored to have anybody that would want to play me. Um, definitely somebody who, who likes to sing a little bit. That would be great. Um, God, who would I want to play me? God, I don't know. I don't know. I'm taking recommendations. Who do you think could? I don't know. I, I, I'm such a fan of so many actresses and there's somebody that people compare me to sometimes. They say our hair is the same. Oh, who is it? I got to look it up. Mm, mm. I'll come back to you on that. I'm going to find okay. it. <laughs> oh, okay. So this is a very open-ended question. Can you cook? You know, I try to cook. Um, I love cooking like dinner food and appetizers, but I can't bake. Like I can't do cookies, cake, things like that. They're always just you know they look okay but then you taste them like yeah tastes like nothing or it's too mushy or something so I can't do sweets but I love to cook like dinners and foods and I'm currently obsessed with um this girl who's so big right now half-baked harvest she is just like this young influencer cook and she's incredible she's all over pinterest and instagram and stuff so um my show fired up live is sponsored by fired fire disc cookers and it's like this awesome grill that sets up in like two seconds and it's really amazing it's like a giant wok almost so we've been having so much fun with that and doing like tons of breakfast foods on there and like it's amazing for chicken and steak and I love like shish kebabs and things like that so we have a lot of fun I love to do a lot of cooking I'll have to get you my simple recipe for the uh cast iron uh, chocolate chip cookie Ooh. that you yeah. do. I promise that's simple. Okay. Okay. I'm all about the cat's iron. So you definitely get to send that over. <laughs> and it's nice because you can make that on the grill. So, you know, perfect. Ooh, I had to try the cat's iron on the fire to cooker and see how that goes. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I'm curious now too. I mean, I know I've seen yeah. that when I've done it from a girl, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> if anybody's out there has done that, let, let me know how it goes. And I will definitely, I will get to try it. Okay. So dinner's probably, I was going to, you kind of led into the next question, which was going to be, what's your favorite uh, meal to cook? But you kind of said you're hooked on the dinner and appetizers and. Yup. Dinner appetizers. I'm a big fan of all the, the way too overdone cheese boards, but if you can, you find a new type of cheese, I'm definitely going to be the one to try it. <laughs> and, um, yeah, anything that goes with coffee too. I'm a big coffee girl. I could have coffee for dinner. Um, so do you know about the coffee? I do. Why don't you tell everyone else about the coffee? 
Yeah. So it's just like my favorite thing in the world. I don't do anything without coffee or we used to start every single day. Still, still do with pots of coffee here at the studio. Um, and it started out as pots and pots of espresso. But after so many, we're like, we should probably just tone it down a little bit and just stick to coffee. So we, um, a couple of years ago, we were able to come out with our very own line of coffee. And it's called Hoiser Country Blend. I'm trying to see if I have one really close. I'm going to grab a bag for you. One sec. So this is your new coffee, everyone. You should yes, try it. Hoiser Country Blend made with rare Tanzanian peaberry beans and we have regular whole bean and Jamaican me country flavor which is like a Jamaican me crazy but it's a little bit lighter and creme brulee and caramel flavored it's amazing and so we got to come out with this which I thought was going to be a little merch table piece and then it turned out to become a lot of people's favorite coffees and people started ordering it from all over the place all over the world all these different countries like 15 different countries um and it started going into some major chain retailers and so it's just taken off and now you can find me drinking this at almost any point in the day and I hope you guys will try it out there it's really good it's called Hoiser Country Blend and then this led to us being able to turn it into a coffee whiskey so now we have a whiskey out there called Drunken Bean, and it's got my face on it, and it's distilled in Idaho. So you can get it right now in Idaho and New York, and hopefully we're going to be moving into some more states pretty soon. So we'll have to get it to you in Florida. <laughs> well, I will be in years. Idaho this summer coming up, so yeah. that's why I wrote that down. Like, I'm going to have to go check that out now. Yeah, so you're going to have to go find a bottle. It's in any liquor store in Idaho, so go check it out. I'd love you to taste it. Oh. I will definitely do that. And then I'm just going to have to post on here and be like tagging you and be like, hey, I'm trying it. So perfect. Perfect. <laughs> and the coffee's on Amazon and on my website, hoisercountry.com. So if anybody out there wants to try it, there's a little discount code right now on the splash page. So use the code and grab some to try for yourself. I'd love you to taste it. Absolutely. I'll be doing that myself. Because, yeah, okay. as soon as you started saying about the caramel, oh, I'm like, we're going to have to get you a bed. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So let's get back to some serious questions now. You ready? Serious. Let's okay. hear it. Ready. Do you have a game plan for zombie apocalypse? Ooh. No, I would be like the most ill-prepared person. Okay. So this is why it's great that I have my manager. Okay. Tony Gross. He is like the most prepared person. Like if we go anywhere, he's the first one to hand me a spare car key, make sure the tracking app is on for all of us. Cause he can't lose one of us. Like he's got it down. And I am like two seconds out the door. I've lost the spare key. My, my phone goes off of the Wi-Fi, and I lose all cell service. I would be totally lost. So the best thing that could happen is that somebody I get together with some of my closest bandmates and and friends and fam, and we just hide out with some cool guitars and lots of coffee pots, and we get to just sit there and write the next album during the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, and Tony's probably gonna be prepared for it. So, oh, he'll have it. He'll have it ready to go. I'm very lucky that I won't, probably won't have to think too much about it because it'll just be taken care of. But. <laughs> Oh, so 
are you good at hiding from the authorities? Like, say I came to you and said, I need to hide from the authorities. Could you hide me? Could I hide you? Yes. Could you hide me? Like, say I was on the run and I need to be Oh, hidden. my God. I think I could. I think I could. I could. Uh, depends on, like, what the situation is, you know, if you really are out there, like, you know, doing Well, I might kind of get you into the thing. next situation because, you know, the next kind of question leads right into this. It, it is hypothetically... If I need to hide a dead body, do you know a good mm. place? It depends. Was it? And this is all hypothetical. Just, an awful ex-boyfriend? Because then I could definitely help you hide him. <laughs> <laughs> I think I could definitely help you out. Yes. You could trust me on that. Okay, okay perfect. <laughs> but I can't promise you I'm not going to write a song about it because... Then people might start putting two to two together, but I would definitely use it for song inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> it could be some good song inspiration, depending on how it all happened, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Could be a whole album right there. Yeah. Yeah. Although in Florida here, they talk about wood chippers and alligators. So um, I'm kind of like, I'm not sure. I'm uh, that's that sounds a little more like a, uh, a Southern, uh, yeah. <laughs> buy your song, you know, maybe a little, uh, yeah. Buy song. Perfect. That would be great. Oh, okay. So if you can be anything you want to be when you grow up, what do you want to be when you grow up? Oh my God. I still want to be Dolly Parton. Yeah, definitely Dolly. Um, I think, God, getting a chance to do this really is all I ever wanted to do. So if I still get to do this when I'm grown up, um, yeah, I'm going to pretend I'm not grown up because I still feel like a big kid most of the time. So if I'm still getting to do this when I'm older, it would be incredible. I've always wanted to do a little bit more acting, so that would be fun. But um, that's where like it's so fun for me to do the music videos because I feel like I'm getting to act in my own movie. Um, but yeah, singing, acting, getting a chance to do this forever would be my total dream. So yeah, I'm good with like not being an astronaut or something like that. I'm just going to leave that up to the scientists of the world. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. So can you tell us something that you're afraid of? Ooh, something I'm afraid of. Hmm. I feel like I come up with these things all the time. And then when you're put on the spot, it's so hard to think of them. Like I'm definitely you know, like spiders, you know, I'm definitely afraid of spider. I don't like them. Um, definitely don't like spiders. I think, I don't know, as I grow up, maybe roller coasters are getting a little scary. I used to love them, but now it's like, you hear so many bad stories. I'm like, Oh, I don't know if you're going to catch me on that roller coaster ever again. I used to be such a wild child, <laughs> but I don't know. Definitely. Maybe I don't want Yeah. Jumping out of a plane scares me. Don't like that. Yeah. Um, and you know, when people go like hang gliding and they dip your feet in the ocean. Yes. Yes. The, yeah. Um, no, I don't want that. Put me in the boat. <laughs> okay. So I will admit parasailing is fun. Just saying. Parasailing. That, that's what it is, not hang gliding. <laughs> yeah. it, it, it looks so fun for everyone else, but I'm like, I'm good down here. You go up there, I'll take the pictures. Yeah. You know, I have to admit, the worst part about that whole experience was um, I don't usually get motion sickness, but we were oh. on, because the speedboat, they go in reverse, it's reverse throttle. I'm like, oh, oh, I think I'm kind of nauseous. I'm like, I actually had to put my feet up, sit back and close my eyes for a little, because I was like, oh, I'm oh getting nauseous God. and I'm 
like this is weird but yeah that is so bad that happened to me for the first time this past summer we were on a trip in michigan to play some shows and we had like a little downtime during the day and so these awesome guys were like do you guys want to come out on our boat we have a huge fishing boat we'd love to take you out and do a little fishing and we're like oh that's awesome let's go lake michigan is wilder than any ocean I've ever been in. Um, we, it was crazy. I didn't think we were going to get back to land alive. It was like the windiest day. I couldn't believe any fish were actually biting, but we did catch a couple of ginormous fish. I think they were bass or something, but it was just unbelievable. And I'm like, this is the first time I've ever felt like a little motion sickness on a boat. It was so bad. So yeah, I think the parasailing thing is just, it's not for me. Okay. Well, if you come with and ride in the boat, I'll do the, I'll go up in the thing and we'll have fun anyway. Perfect. <laughs> oh, so speaking of crazy things, would you go to karaoke with me? Sure. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Except I'm okay. the karaoke killer, like in my friend group, you know, they love to go out and do karaoke and I never want to sing because it's like people that can kind of actually sing don't really that's not what karaoke is about like you're supposed to be this total mess of a you know so I always like try extra bad in in karaoke situations I'm like let's just go make complete fools of ourselves because it's so much more fun it, it is that way. it is because yeah yeah I'm the type that I like I can occasionally carry the, the tune in the bucket and you know everything's good and it sounds perfect and you know that's it but that's probably because I'm drunk too no I'm <laughs> Yeah. Well, after a couple, you know, it's a lot easier yeah. to sound terrible. So it's not too hard. Right. Besides, when everyone's singing along to like Sunny and Cher, I got you, babe. It's it's all good. No one really cares if you're on key, off key, whatever. They're just enjoying the moment. Exactly. Oh, so if you could be any person or a position like, uh, example, Dolly Parton or a position like an mm -hmm. astronaut, who or what would you want to be and why for the day? For the day, oh my goodness, who would I want to be? Mm, that's really tricky. But I would, I'd probably love to trade shoes with um, Miranda for a day because I love her and I would just love to know what her life is really like. And um, getting a chance to having that as like such a huge inspiration for me, like everything about what she does and where she's at in her career being able to be there and seeing what it's really all about and how, how different it feels from, you know, being more of like an emerging artist, it would just be kind of crazy to, to actually feel the difference. And I think that'd be really fun. That would be awesome. That would definitely be awesome. So tell me, do you have any words of wisdom? And if so, can you share them with us? Ooh, I would say, so I hope that you would take a listen to my album, Red Lights Turning Green, because I feel like if there's ever, oh, look at her. <laughs> Who's this? This is Jesse. I thought you would enjoy having Jesse come say hi. Say, I Jessie, had my bed appointment today. So my checkup was good. Cute. Oh, Jesse's a healthy one. So, so cute. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, anyways, <laughs> Jesse. Jesse's included on this. I hope that you'll go check out my full length album, Red Lights Turning Green, because I feel like every song in there has a little bit of like words of wisdom, especially the song Willin, because I'm all about following your dreams. I think like we have such a short amount of time to do what we love in this life. And the only way that you can do that is if you're actually willing to try. So that's what that song is all about. So 
that would be my, my words of wisdom. Be willing to try to do what you love. Oh, well, that is great. And I love it. <laughs> so why don't you tell everyone what's coming up for the rest of this year since we're the beginning of 2023? Lots yeah. of exciting co-writing, um, concerts. I'm so excited for 2023. I feel like we've already hit the ground running because at the end of 2022, everyone starts to ask you, like, what does your 2023 look like? What are you going to be doing? And it's kind of the most terrifying thing ever because you kind of have an idea, but you don't really know until everything's locked in, all the things are signed and, you know, you can finally start promoting everything. But we got the most amazing phone call right at the end of 2022. And we were asked to open up this summer for a little big town in California. So if anybody asks me what I'm doing, I'm preparing for this awesome show with little big town in July. Um, we're kicking off the California rodeo in Salinas, California. So praying for everybody right now out there um, going through all these crazy floods. I'm hoping we get this all cleared up and everybody stays so safe because um, we really can't wait to get out there and do this show for you in July. And we're just writing and recording tons of new music until then. We're in the studio right now. Tony's in there working on new guitar parts for brand new songs that I'm just going to be spitting them out this year. We're not holding anything back and we have a lot more coming up. New music videos ahead. Um, maybe a new EP before the end of the year, maybe an album. We'll see. I don't, I don't like to make promises like that because I just don't even know, but we're hopeful for lots of new music, lots of live shows and just a whole lot more country, country, baby country. <laughs> awesome. Well, I am definitely excited and uh, let us know when any of the new stuff comes out and uh, we'll make sure to promote it for you. And yes. get any links for like example again, don't forget to click the link for the CMT voting. Just saying. Yes. Vote on CMT for small town motels and also take a listen to my other single. We kind of have like two out right now. Um, Johnny Cash Hearts, which is perfect for Valentine's Day. It's like the mm -hmm. sweetest little love song. And it was co-written by um Jay DeMarcus, who was in Rascal Flats. He's the um, bass player in Rascal Flats. He's an incredible, great friend. And Kate Higgins and James Slater, they wrote this one. And it's the first song I've released that wasn't co-written by Tony and I, and never would have put it out there if it didn't feel like one of my own, but I'm so in love with it. I'm so excited to have a cut of this one. And I hope you guys will go take a listen to that. We will have the link in the description as well. So yes, yes, yes. it has been a pleasure having you on and chatting with you today, Claudia. You are welcome back anytime. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. And hope uh, we can get you some coffee out there. So send me your address because we need to send you some of this. <laughs> absolutely. I will absolutely send you my address. Awesome. And then I will be on here drinking coffee, promoting coffee every day. Woo! Never a moment without it. Just helps, helps everything get a little better. <laughs> absolutely. And thank you, friends, for joining us from their episode. And again, make sure you click all the links. See you Woo, next time. Check it out. Thank you so much. If you enjoyed today's episode of Crazy Women Country, don't forget to give us a thumbs up. Be sure to click the subscribe button for new interviews weekly. And thank you, friends, for joining us today on Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter.